This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Coming up next, conversations on human rights with Speak Up, Korerotia, here on Plains FM. Eina mana, eina reo, eina ho e fa, tena koto katoa, no mai ki tene hotaka. Speak up, Korerotia. Tune in as our guests speak up, sharing their unique and powerful experiences and opinions. And may you also be inspired to speak up when the moment's right. We have a special show prepared today. We're going to be following a number of people who will share their experiences and their thoughts before visiting Anur Mosque in Ototahi Christchurch and their learnings and their experience and then and their thoughts after the visit as well. This visit was organised by Link Leadership in Communities, which is part of Leadership Lab organisation here in the city. Link was set up after the earthquakes in order to develop a network of support for those who might be feeling weary after supporting their own communities and perhaps not taking such good care of themselves. This visit to Anul Mosque is taking place in November 2022. The visit was planned for earlier, a year or two years earlier, but due to restrictions around COVID, it has been postponed a number of times. And there are about 30 people registered to attend. What's going to happen during this show is we will speak with Abdi and Erica, first of all, who are part of the organising group from Link, about why they wanted to put on this visit. Then we're going to speak with a few of the people who took part in the visit about their experiences and their thoughts beforehand. And then we'll come back and interview Abdi and Erica again, as well as the various visitors to the mosque to see their learnings and their thoughts afterwards as well. This is the first part of our show and we're talking with Erica and Abdi about why Link has organised a visit to Anur Mosque. I'd like to hear from you both a wee bit about yourselves and then we'll jump into talking about the visit. Kia ora, ko Erica Austin tukuingua. So my name is Erica Austin. I am part of the Leadership in Communities, shortened as Link Project. And one of the things that we wanted to um, really do with this visit is to realize, you know, how can um, amplify marginalized voices for advocacy and provoke systems change. So we're curating and creating um, lots of these community events and experiences for people to access and um, make available. Great. And how about you, Abdi? Kira, I'm Abdi Ahmed. Chris was talking about how he wanted to do some project and I was like, why not we just go to the mosque? What do you think? And then he said, yeah. That would be definitely a good idea, which made me had a interest in the fact that other people would be interested to go. Th- that's how it started. And do either of you consider yourselves religious or people who have a faith? Yes, I do. Yes, I do too. And was that part of why you wanted to get involved in this initiative? It's only part of why. So my background's in architecture and another hat that I wear in the community is really connecting people with place. And this is a great way to, you know, tell the stories of the mosque as its physical form, but also how people can interact and the stories behind the humans as well. And I'm just curious because I've never visited before. So this is a great opportunity for me to learn uh, in this space as well. Since March 15, there's a lot of things been happening and some people were interested either because of the March 15 or just they just feel like it. Abri, are you part of the community of the mosque? Yes, I am. I know the mosque has regularly hosted visits over the years. Do you know if these visits have increased since the 15th of March or is it more or less as it was beforehand? There is actually more people compared to before the March 15. So I think uh, more community will come into the mosque and having interest, even if they just come and see their stone, 
there were a lot of people these days compared to before. Do people come in and do anything at that commemorative stone, lay flowers, say a prayer, these sorts of things? Yeah, some people take a photo, some people do flowers, some people just make a prayer. Depends on the person and the people who come there. So yeah, they do definitely do that. You've spoken a lot about why you want to be part of this. Is there anything else to add to that? I was just interested in the fact that Link, who I've been working with for a while now, people I consider like families, just like gather together and I see. There must be something nice if religion is so much part of who you are, part of your identity, to show people you consider like your extended family that side of you as well. Yes, definitely. That's true. Like having to show something that other people haven't seen it before. Yeah. Mm, and also for me, because this is under what we call the Rodo project, um, under Link. And so it comes from the Fakatoki Nel Terodo Naku Terodo Ka Ora Iteiwi with your food basket and my food basket, the people would be fed. And the way that we support as Link is really to empower community leaders to use their strengths to design and host initiatives that's open to all the people are able to access. If we do that for this community and others, there will be overlaps and and intersectionality um, that we can, yeah, be more aware of what's going on, um, especially in Christchurch. Great. And what is it that you're particularly hoping or expecting to see when the visitors go to the mosque? Uh, What I'm interested in to see to be honest, the reaction, how people see the difference between before and after, what they feel like and what they want to achieve and then what they want to see. Because some people have never been to the mosque in their whole life and some people may have been one or two times. So it's interesting to see what they feel like. And I think for me, it's really hoping that people going to this experience to have an open mind and also to create um, relationship with a community that they may or may not be associated or know. Do you have anything particularly that you're wanting to highlight or showcase as part of the, the tour, the visit? For Link, I think it's really to, yeah, again, get people in the building and to talk with, with the, the community that are actually in it and to use it day to day and get perspectives on on how they are able to use it as a, as a building, but also how it facilitates interaction as well for their own communities. Yeah. I think that's a lovely way of looking at it because that physical structure is such a key and integral part of the heart of that community. So it's a great way to kind of approach this through the physical building. Mm. Yeah, having to connect with each other. Okay, well, we will speak with you in a few weeks' time after the visit to see how it all went and if you feel like um, your aspirations for the day have been achieved. Yeah, thank you. That sounds good at plan. So we're here now with Remy and Krista, who are going to be sharing their reflections before we head to the mosque. It would be really nice to hear from both of you, please, a wee bit about yourselves, what it is that you do, and why it is that you're keen to come on this visit to the Unknown Mosque. I work with leaders to get clear on where they're heading, solve a problem or reset, and that's usually through facilitation and mentoring. Um, For example, working with a board about their strategy, and I'm also on a board myself for a local social enterprise. I'm really interested in attending as, um, yeah, I see that community is really important, so much more now than, than ever. And community is, a, is about relationships, really, and about connection and getting to know people and understanding things from people themselves. And so to be having the opportunity to visit the Muslim community and be invited into their space and to be hosted by them is a wonderful opportunity to listen and understand more about the mosque locally and the people. Do you consider yourself to have a religion or a faith? I'm not part of an organised religion. 
I would consider myself to be spiritual, often connection in nature or from within as yoga sadhana. For me, what I'm looking forward to or why I agreed to take up the invitation, it's a significant landmark in Christchurch. I can remember driving down Dean's Ave as a child, as a younger person, and seeing that mysterious building there, and it seemed so foreign and so representative of, you know, a global religion. And I'm curious now as to how that works inside and what it means to local Muslims in Christchurch and Ototahi. So I'm coming very curiously to to the place. I work in a library, so we see all all types, and I often see people who I perceive to be Muslims, and I just feel like it'd be nice to go to their place. And do you consider yourself to have a religion or a faith? Not so far. I'm curious. Um, I haven't been lit up or consumed by any organised religion, but I'm open-minded. I leave the door ajar. That's a nice way of looking at it. Do you have links with the Muslim community at all? I have some family links. My sister's partner, his family is Muslim. And my boss at work, her daughter has married into a Muslim family. Does that sort of personal connection make you more curious, do you think? Yes. Well, I was curious already. I'm more curious now. I guess it's it's possible that my niece would either be born into a Muslim faith or choose to convert. My neighbours are Muslim. They've since moved, but uh, we lived as neighbours for a good couple of years. Really beautifully lovely people great sense of humour and just enjoyed living beside each other and connecting. And then really through Link is, is the other, just, so not, not really, really deep links, but enough to, yeah, be more curious and feel that, I feel a real warmth to the Muslim community. Lovely. And just finally then, in terms of us going to the mosque, what is it that you're looking forward to or expecting or hoping to get from the visit? I'm imagining a warm welcome, laughter, just genuine kindness, as that has been my experience so far. I'm interested just to discover. I'm curious and going with an open open heart and open mind to that experience and really just um, need to listen and and understand more about yeah, the community that, that is part of Ototahi and the fabric of where we live. For my part, uh, much the same. I'm expecting that kind of human connection, that very real kind of person-to-person. Um, and also I'm expecting the architecture and the building to have its own voice and its own presence. I'm expecting that I will be doing a lot of listening and, as a guest, be humbled. And I'm looking forward to learn a little bit more about the faith and and the people who practice that faith. Plus, I'm looking forward to connecting back in with Link. Really nice. So we're here with Marie, Bailey and Noella, who are going to talk us through some of their expectations and what they think might happen when we go to the mosque. Um, It would be great to hear from each of you just a wee bit about yourselves, your names, what is it that you do? And I think also interesting in this context is do you consider yourself as as being someone who is religious or, or having a faith? Kia ora. My name is Marie and I'm a Community Development Advisor with Christchurch City Council. We're based in the um, Portal Hornby Rickerton Community Board, which the mosque falls into that area. 
We've got a bit of a relationship there, but it's an opportunity to extend that knowledge and that relationship. And yes, I do have a faith. Yeah, I do come from that background. Kia ora, I'm Bailey. I'm also Community Development Advisor for the Hawthorne Rickland Community Board area. Um, I'm new to Christchurch and I haven't been to the mosque um, and I don't have much relationship or at all with the people there. So kind of what I know is through Marie and the work that she's done with the community there. So I'm really excited to go in. Well, I guess I must have some expectation just from what I've seen and what I've heard about mosques. I lived in a town for my whole life and I didn't even know we had a mosque there. So that kind of shows the relationship that I had with that community. And it was really small where I lived. But I'm just like really excited to see, I guess, the space and what it means to those people in that community. Before the interview, I was thinking of what I have or what places that I've been that that might be similar or might not. And just like thinking about the marae and what that means for our people and the Māori culture and then Fali Samoa, which are, again, slightly different, but are also um, those meeting spaces and places for those people. So really cool to see how that space is used I guess, informally, um, rather than just my perception of when people go there for prayer. I guess we do have some Christian faith values in my family, and then also through um, Te Ao Māori and Samoa, the, the values that probably have come through from those Christian values as well. Kia ora, I'm Noelle, I'm the support officer with the local also Hornby Rackton Community Governance Team. I've never been to a mosque before, so I'm looking forward to visiting and seeing the space and building some of those relationships with the community there. Our family has some Christian values, but um, I wouldn't say we're practising. Bailey mentioned that Marie has done some work with the uh, mosque community. Marie, if you wouldn't mind expanding on that a bit, that would be great. I've been working in this area, the Rickerton area, since 2007. So, of course, when the March the 15th happened, the Rickerton area had to mobilise to basically support communities around the mosque and also the Muslim community somewhat as well, although a lot of Muslim community were being looked after from the council central government. It became very apparent at the time that there was the community around the mosque who were quite affected, and I think they were a forgotten community that were victims of that shooting because people who live in that area, they had their lives changed forever. You know, some of them saw some absolutely horrendous things as people jumped their fences and as they were walking down the street. And for months afterwards, their lives were restricted with with travel and their everyday living. And through working with those residents, they also wanted to get to know the Muslim community a lot more. So we started to, you know, have a look at some of those partnerships, sort of working on brokering the relationship between those local residents and the mosque as a neighbour, because previously the the mosque had been seen as it was there, but it really wasn't a part of the active community that the residents interacted with every day. Have any of you been aware that the mosque has been running visits since March 15th, but also um, before that as well? I've become aware of it, and I have been there and visited myself on a number of occasions, but I wasn't aware of it beforehand, and I think that was part of this perception that the community had, and I know a lot of the locals in that area, they had that as well, that they were their own enclave, and there wasn't that ability to go and visit. I think as a result, the Muslim community around there did a lot more active outreach to the local area to say, hey, come in and join us. And so attended some barbecues that they ran and coffee mornings and things like that. I've only been in Christchurch a year, but yeah, where I previously lived, like I've already said, I actually didn't even know we had a mosque until the terrorist attack and we did some work to support memorials and things with that community. Yeah, I wasn't aware of the the mosque visits until Marie brought it up with our team. I don't live terribly far from the Limwood Mosque as well. And to be honest, I really hadn't interacted with the Limwood Mosque either. I knew there was a mosque in Limwood, but I actually didn't know where it was. (laughs) So I couldn't have told you that. So again, it's that visibility in the community. 
Have you got anything else you'd like to say before we go, what you're expecting, um, what you're hoping to see or learn about, anything like that? When you think of a place of worship, for me, I probably also wouldn't go unless I was probably overseas, go visit a church. That's just like my perception of what that space is. And I already said it before, what else is that space used for? And actually the importance of, I guess, the physical building for those communities. Because then when I think of like a marae and people just rock up and come visit, that's totally normal and we would love to show them around. So on that side of the fence, it seems normal, but then I don't expect that of others, but obviously they're opening it up and they want people to come see what it's all about. So yeah, just be cool to see how they use that space. Similar to what Bailey said, I've never been to a mosque before, so I'm just open to the experience and just learning more about the culture and um, yeah. It's actually interesting that you've talked so much about the physical building because speaking with Erica, who's one of the link organisers, she comes from a background of architecture and she also spoke quite a lot about the physical structure and how we can kind of build community through relationship with a building. As someone who has been before, why is it that you wanted to encourage your colleagues to come along? Several reasons. First of all, when I first visited, there was just this barrier. Okay, this is where the Muslim faith is practiced, particularly in this local area. But it was like this, well, what's behind closed doors? I don't know about. And it just showed me something very, very different and gave me an appreciation of it. And because we work in this area and we work with other communities in this area, it's also a good opportunity for us to get to know the different spaces and different communities that are in our area so that we can work on supporting all communities in the wider area here. So that's why I sort of said to our whole team, does anybody want to come along? It's always a good opportunity to go along and build on the existing networks. It is quite a special place, but as I said before, I had been there there was just this shroud of mystery around it. And I realised after the shootings, particularly that the Muslim community were a lot more welcoming than I had perceived them to be. And I think that's part of it. It's not just the building, but it's also how the Muslim community are perceived. And I think since March the 15th, that has changed. And I think being able to see their space and walk in their space is another good way of being able to see how that community interacts. It's the day of the visit to Anno Mosque now. What happened was we all met at the front of the mosque, outside the mosque. Um, we all grouped together and had a bit of a debrief. We took off our shoes as is custom and walked into the mosque, into the physical space. Jumaya and Sarah, who were organising the visit, 
took us through the different rooms and explained what happened in each different space before we ended up in the library where we watched a PowerPoint presentation about Islam 101, um, which had lots of interesting facts about Islam and its linkages to Christianity and the place of women, these sorts of things. And then there was a very long and very honest question and answer session between the organizers and the participants. We then finalized the visit with some kai. Uh, we all had some delicious halal food out in the courtyard and before we all then headed off home. So now what we're going to do is revisit or re-speak with the people who we interviewed before the visit to ask them about their reflections having just been to the mosque. What were their key learnings from the day and what did they take away the most? So I'm here with Krista and Remy. We've just got back from Al-Nur Mosque after our visit. It would be really nice to hear from you both your overarching reflections or comments from the morning. Yeah, it was really enjoyable, very welcoming, really informative, and it's really nice to be in the space and feel very welcomed just um, as we were in terms of what you were looking for or expecting to get out of the visit, do you think that it did that? For me, there was a sense of mystery about the building, having you know gone past it so many times and never gone inside. So I feel uh, thankful for having gone inside and kind of that curious itch has been scratched and the mystery has been dispelled and it was a very human place full of warmth, of welcome, like you're saying, Krista, and, you know, super important place for members of the, the faith, the congregation. It's great, yeah. And how about you, Krista? Do you think your expectations were met? Yeah, yeah, and I feel I learnt a lot. Yeah, it was really wonderful. They shared a lot about what it means to practice Islam and to be Muslim and kind of dispelled some myths too which I thought was really helpful and really, really great. It did meet my expectations. And there was more that, that I learned from it. Yeah, there didn't feel like there were any barriers, mm. just a real openness. And a, and a wanting to share and not convert, I quite appreciated that. There was a real respect of, mm. hey, this is who we are mm. and you're very welcome here and you have choice of you're a human being to a new to choose what you do in your life and what you choose to believe in your life. Yeah. It was nice to have the learning kind of facts and figures and proportions of, you know, where the most Muslim people in, in the world live. Yeah. And then to have that kind of zoomed into the Christchurch setting. It hadn't occurred to me that lots of the Muslims would be either refugees or immigrants. And also the whole how do you keep your child and the faith that just seems to go right across all the religions in my experience. And I found counter to that factual learning, the warmth of welcome and the personal stories and the sharing some food together gave it a nice sort of intimacy. I didn't feel lectured at at any point. Mm. No, yeah. neither. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and picking up on just the variety of people that visit the mosque and are part of the community there, 26 different ethnicities, I think. 36. That, that, 36. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's beautiful. You know, what a multicultural community. Yeah, really diverse. Was it a quarter of the world's population are Muslim? Yeah. It's a really important part of um, humanity, actually. Yeah, a lot of people's experience and belief. Yeah, I was thinking on my bike on the way here, there's so much in our world just changes all the time. And I'm imagining that when you've got those five prayers in the day and you've got your faith set so clearly and strongly that that would give you something to hold on to, you know. I just, what I picked up from the extreme structure and timeliness of Muslim life. It's like a rhythm or a... Yeah. Like a, a, a routine, but in a, in a supportive yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. A regularity. 
break you out of your office worries and your first world problems, eh? To <laughs> yeah. sit down and and reconnect. Mm. I appreciate it as well. Hearing about the fact that the prayers multiply if you pray together, I really like that element of it. Mm. And they talked about that multiple times. There were multiple different people that were supporting us through this experience um, that mentioned that, eh? Um, it was very, was really meaningful for them. So, yeah, together as community was really important. Mm. In terms of what we'd spoken about before and particularly around the mosque as being a focal point for community, do you think that was reflected in what we saw today? I suppose having that place to be together and having that symbol of Islam would be important. And there were other people in and around who weren't part of what we were doing who I noticed too, just being in the place. Yeah. Yeah, and I think our experience was kind of as as visitors and Prayer wasn't happening at that time. I think it was about to happen maybe about half an mm. hour after we left. And so we were very much welcomed into that space. But I suppose what we didn't have the experience of was observing or being part of their own togetherness when they were praying together. But you could see and imagine, you know, them in this space and, yeah, very wide and open. And, and every person was very welcoming with a smile and, yeah. Yeah, very, very kind. And so, yeah, felt felt great in that way from a community perspective, yeah. What do you think was your key moment from the visit? Working in libraries and being inclined towards books and language and the richness of words, it was really great for me just to learn that about Islam, the importance of the text and the recital and the oratory and, you know, taking different lines from translation and talking about that. It just seemed like such a rich wellspring of contemplative conversation. At least that's what I took from us. Like, you guys having a great time talking about that stuff together. And the number of translations and how none of them are exactly the same because they can't translate some of those concepts and words so easily. Yeah, yeah. And learning about how some of the translations are more kind of Shakespearean was the example given where others very clean modern language. I'd be going with the Shakespearean one too. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciated where they were talking about human rights and the role of women and they were saying we get asked about this a lot and also there's a lot of misinformation and misperception often exacerbated in different places. So they were talking about the helpful approach of almost kind of separating Islam from the cultural aspects of the country or the community or the people that might be practising that and also the, the state or the government and the laws and that Islam means peace and that there are the series of kind of rights that they talked through, referred to in the, in the texts um, or in the Quran, which actually is, they said, was more meaningful verbally, wasn't it? Not mm. just not just written. Yeah, that was really really fascinating and really wonderful um, to think about it in that way, and also as an example to to think about how so many different countries in the world that have a Muslim community, and so you can see that the differences. You know, Indonesia having such a huge population, Singapore, Iran. Uh, you know, so many different countries. And then actually, when you think of those different groups and communities, you can see how actually there's aspects that are cultural or put upon by by the government or state that's not um, coming from Islam. I thought it was a really great, a helpful, cleaner kind of way to be able to kind of in terms of clarity of mind. Yeah, Definitely. Have you got anything else you would like to say in terms of your experience this morning? I did some research leading up to this experience and did some listening and a bit of reading articles and stuff. And then it was really nice to have the Q&A in the mosque. Um, And now I'm just left with so many more questions. (laughs) 
And I think that's the beautiful thing, right? That is part of the learning journey and gaining a deeper understanding of the different faith practices that are present in our city. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just quite grateful for the experience. And yeah, I feel, you know, really welcomed and yeah, I feel more informed. So then I can then approach things that I see or information that I see with maybe a bit more clarity with some background and information that is from the community itself. Awesome. Really cool. Thanks, Sally. Yeah, thank you, Sally. Yeah, this has been fun. Marie and Bailey and Noella, I'm really looking forward to hearing from you all about how you felt about the visit to the mosque. And yeah, just any top of mind reflections for you. I've visited the mosque, mosque before, but I also learned a lot of new things and it was great. I thought Muslim 101 session was fantastic and I, I learned some real, you know, interesting things and learned how close actually Muslim is to Christianity. That was really great. I also really, really enjoyed it and also learned a lot. I think the actual space was probably what I expected. It's like quite calming and welcoming. Yeah, really welcoming. The people were just incredibly kind. And yeah, I just felt really thankful that they were so generous, like offering their time, inviting us into a space that is really special to them. And I think because of what's happened at that mosque, like it's, you know, potentially even more sacred for them. So yeah, it was really cool to go on there. But yeah, I learned lots. I didn't know that the women and the men um, were separated. It was cool, like literally seeing the TVs that are up in the women's room so that they can be a part of it. I learned a lot about how they do what they do, why they do what they do. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed it from the time we got there. It was very welcoming, um, quite laid back. So we got to walk around, see the space, and then the 101 session was great. I learned so much, and as Marie was saying, I didn't realise the links between Christianity and Islam. They were so knowledgeable and you know happy to answer any questions. It was a really great morning, and I felt it just went so fast. Um, I could have sat there probably all day and just yeah. listened to them speak. So it was really worthwhile and valuable and just thankful that they opened up the space to us. They could have easily, I guess, not been so open with the traumatic events that have happened there. Yeah, they were just so open and welcoming and compassionate. Mm. A really great morning. Previous visits I've had, the last one was not long after the March 15th event, and it was with the local community where they had invited the local community in to talk about what changes they were going to be making to the mosque in response to that event. And so the space is actually quite different. The really interesting thing that I found was the doors that they now have open in that big space because they didn't have those there previously. They've been able to successfully adapt their way of prayer um, to adapt to today's world to make people safe, feel safe there. Yeah, that was a very sobering moment, wasn't it? Do you think that your expectations or what you'd thought was going to happen were met? Oh, absolutely, yes. It was great. Mm. I think I probably learned more, actually. Yeah. I thought well, maybe we just might yeah, go in, have a look, talk very briefly about um, what they do in that space. But, yeah, I, I learned so much. And I went home and I was like talking to my kids about it and – they had offered some books for us to take to the Quran at the end if we wanted to. And initially I wasn't going to grab one. And then I thought, actually, no, I will. I'll take one and then I can show my family what it is and talk about what I had learned. So we did that last night, which was really cool. And my little girl has friends who are Muslim and she's asked me questions that I haven't been able to answer before. So I was able to take that back and show her, show her that. So, yeah, I definitely probably learned far more than I expected. Yeah, I'm the same. I thought it was really informative. Um, yeah, really great. Bailey, you mentioned 
talking to your kids and your family about what you've learned, do you think that that's part of the the message that you have taken from the day is the need to spread the word and, and educate wider? I think so. And they even spoke about it yesterday, you know, how Muslims are portrayed in the media and I guess just in general, we know what the media like. We often struggle with how the media portray some things that we're working on and how the community are being portrayed um, and receiving information. So I think just hearing that from them and them reiterating, actually, this is this is what we're about and this is what we want people to know. Definitely. And my dad had said, oh, yeah, I actually walked past you the other day and I kind of like had a look, but I didn't want to go in. And so I said to him, well, next time do. If these people up front go in and say hello, like they would love that. And I think that's maybe all people need is that small invitation to, hey, yep, come on in. We will will happily welcome you here. A couple of people mentioned to me yesterday that they felt the tikanga of entry into the mosque was a wee bit similar to tikanga of entry into a marae. Maybe there's that kind of initial hesitation around entering somebody else's space, but actually it's a very, very welcoming kind of a space. And like even that was new to me. I just hadn't even thought about it, I think, but I didn't even know that you took your shoes off at the front door. So that probably made me feel more welcome because it was something I could relate to. So yeah, literally the first step into the door, I learned something. <laughs> and I think also with like them feeding us at the end, like I'm not sure if that was just because of the type of day we were having or if that's something that would be normal, but that all very similar to lots of other cultures. And then the Maori culture, you would definitely always finish that type of workshop or day sharing food with people. So yeah, lots of similarities. Yeah, great. What do you think was your key moment from the day? I think I've already mentioned about those similarities with Christianity, but also just the position of women in Muslim society it can be perceived that women are very subservient, but actually it came through that they're not, you know, and that they actually have a very, very special place within the culture. That was the thing that really came through to me. For me, I guess it was throughout the morning, just the theme of compassion and kindness, which just came through their beliefs, through their practices. There were Obviously, lots of other small things that I learned, but that was kind of the overwhelming thing that I took away from it, yeah. Yeah, mine probably piggybacks off Noella's. I just felt like, you know, they don't need to be doing that. They don't need to be sharing what they're they're sharing and um, is it their responsibility to be teaching people these things or is it the responsibility of the rest of us to actually just learn on our own? But they do, they did open it up and they did choose to to teach us all. So I just felt really grateful that they were doing that when maybe it's not their responsibility to be doing that. That actually sort of leads on to sort of a bit of a wider question in communities in general about demystifying not just Muslim faiths but various faiths that often if you do not belong to a particular faith or denomination of Christianity, you don't understand it and having opportunities like we had to be able to sort of demystify some of the myths around some of the various religions could be buddhism it could be catholicism so that people can feel a lot more welcome in those spaces but also around different people actually that's something i wanted to ask you all too is now that you've been to the mosque has it made you more curious or more got a greater um, desire to visit other faith institutions, other faith-based places? Obviously, yeah. I was just surprised at how little I knew. And after yesterday, I was thinking, oh, it would be really great to go and visit other faith-based organisations and just yeah, widen our knowledge. Also, I think the challenge for us as community leaders is how to also take this out to the wider community, Bailey's already mentioned that she's discussed it with her family, but also just the wider community around to be able to participate in opportunities like this. 
Yeah, the mosque does hold open days and those sorts of things, but it's it's not particularly widely publicised, I don't think. And as I said, we work locally in this Rickerton area. Mm. And I mean, that's something that we would be really, really happy to put out through our networks, weekly newsletter to the community. So being able to pass that on to the communities would be fantastic. Okay, just as we wind up then, have you got any final comments? Anything else you'd like to say? No, just thanks for the opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank definitely. you. And for me, thank you also. So taking it beyond the link team to be able to include my colleagues, that's been really great. So thanks for that. That was awesome. And it won't be the last time we go there, I'm sure, or the last time we connect with that community. That was just awesome. Thank you very much, all of you. It's super lovely to have quarter with you. I really, really enjoyed it, hearing from everybody's pre-visit thoughts and expectations and also how you've reflected on it afterwards. It's been really lovely. And there's been some very strong parallels and themes coming out between the different groups, not surprisingly. Nice. Thank you. Thanks, Sally. Thanks very much. and Erica, we've just come back from our mosque visit. Uh, firstly, I want to say congratulations. I think that was a really successful event and I've had some really lovely feedback from the participants. I think that most people really valued the experience and just being able to be present in such a fantastic space. I'd be keen to hear from you both how you felt the visit went though. Kia ora, Erica here. The visit for me um, was was really really eye-opening. I've never visited a mosque before and it was my first exposure to uh, how the space is created to facilitate um, certain practices and and understanding of the culture. And also with um, the safe space, it was really nice to be able to, yeah, hear um, what questions people had um, and also, again, learn about some terminologies that I often hear in the community but not necessarily understand what they mean. So that was, yeah, that was really good. Mm. Kira, I was actually interested in the fact that I wasn't expecting that, to be honest, there was going to be a large amount of people coming. It was great to have them ask questions and learn something new they never had experience before. I think we maybe had about 40 in the end. Yeah. Why hadn't you expected such a number? Uh, just the fact that, especially like, you know, after March 15th, people tend to be aware. They feel like something's going to happen like that again, like to both sides. So sometimes, like, you know, there's visitors who comes to the mosque, they see the memorial, but they sometimes want to go inside the mosque, but they feel like they can't enter. They, like, ask permission, like, you know, when, when you tell them you can enter, they feel like, oh, is this okay? That kind of question. So it's like this bit of distance between the the two communities. Are you saying that people can just arrive at the mosque and enter? It depends, to be honest. Like, if there's someone there, then of course, just ask the person if you can enter and, like, show you around. It's not like, you know, you are forbidden from entering. Mm. And from both of you, what was your key moment from the visit, do you think? I think for me, a key moment was for us to stand in the main space. And when Jemaya was explaining the direction, you know, when they are praying and when they're facing relative to um, that she referenced. And and it was just really interesting with that in mind and directional, the traditions of doing it and how, you know, they were able to utilize that space as a group and 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 collectively think when when they're praying together that was a really strong moment when I felt the energy of the space. Mm. You had talked quite a lot in your interview beforehand Erica about the building itself and how much you were looking forward to being present in the building. Did you feel that today? Yes, I think when we um, were walking through the entrance and then there were multiple rooms and then there was a really thin walkway and then it revealed the main space. I think from a design perspective, that journeying through the building made a big difference into how that experience shapes 
shapes out. And once you enter the, the space, you feel this sense of collectiveness. And I really um, enjoyed being in person in that space. And I know Jemaya talked about, you know, learnings using Zoom and, and how young people are now tuning into the digital space. But there's also value in being in a space like that in person. Definitely. One of my highlights would be when Auntie Jemaya was talking about how women rights, people tend to misunderstand what is women rights in Islam, where in hijab, most people would assume think uh, it's oppression and that. So it was interesting to explain a bit of that. Yep, definitely. Do you feel like other people's takeaways or expectations would have been met from today's visit? From what I've heard from other people and in, in, in having conversation during the lunch break, um, it was really great that there was time for people to spend having food together and reflect. Lots of people came for different reasons, but I think uh, they all had this common thread of being able to learn and experience the space. So I think their expectations were, were met and potentially um, beyond. That's how I felt. Personally, I was busy with uh, with drinks, so I didn't have enough time to actually chat with everyone. But I think what Eric said, mate, that's what everyone was thinking about too. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Is there anything else you'd like to comment or add um, as we wrap up this show? Any messages for people? Uh, Personally, I would say don't be shy, like, when you come to the mosque, just ask someone to let you intern, see. Don't be afraid of like, you know, when you meet someone or a Muslim person, there shouldn't be need to be any of that kind of stuff. So I feel like people can get along well. Mm. I would add to that is like embrace the curiosity and don't be afraid to ask any questions. Nothing's a silly question. And it really showed that, you know, when we when we do provide these opportunities, um, people really engage. So continue to be curious and speak up. It's a good message for life generally, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Thank you both so much and for organising the show as well and for also for sharing your reflections. I think you're probably both correct. I, I've had a really nice sense from everybody else who visited as well. I think they all had a really good time. Thank you, Sally, for hosting this conversation and we can hopefully continue this journey together. Yes. Yeah.